This is high school art critic Nina Lidoff. I just turned 16 and I'm ready to podcast. <laughs> oh, man, that would what an exciting life that would be. Yeah, the life <laughs> of a high school art critic. It'd be like Harriet the Spy, except uh, people would be begging for her to come like write about what they're doing. <laughs> Wait, would she be reviewing other high schoolers' art or would she be reviewing real shows? I think she would be like reviewing other high schoolers' art. I don't and think then any... treating it like it was like the most important thing ever, but also like the worst. And then it would always like end up being like really personal and like because this person's an idiot. So like you can clearly see in this in this tepid still life charcoal pastel drawing. Yeah, she wouldn't lend me her Bonnie Bell lip gloss, and now her art is terrible. Yeah, or just that like the you know their handling of tempera. Is tep tepid? Yeah. Um. Well, welcome to I Don't Hate This, the Avant Discard podcast, etc. Um, we all talk about not well, high school art now. <laughs> well, I was just, you know, following up on our last episode where because you couldn't remember how old you were or when things occurred on that test you took. Um, yes, if we release that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we are. It's great. I listened to it. <laughs> okay. And you at home, clear. Oh. Oh, I feel I off. feel really self conscious uh, speaking to an assumed audience. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's like a that's that's uh, that's an art thing, right? We can't break the fourth wall every episode. No, but you have to assume you have an audience, and then when you think about it, you're like, "Do I?" Yeah, of course you do. I'll show you how many listens we have. We talk about this every episode. It's getting old. So anyway, how old are you? My neck is old. <laughs> Ow. You can't lean. He's put a pillow under his head, but he's now too far away from the microphone. Oh, but thank God the microphone. Oh, God. You look movable. like the hedonism robot right now. You're the like, hedonism? Is that like... Uh, from Futurama. Oh, I was thinking like <laughs> those clubs hedonism. Um, well, you're just like laying back and you're like, huh, and you just brought the microphone close to your face instead of the other way around. My neck hurts. <laughs> um, I'm Hume Cronin. You would be the high school teacher in this scenario. And and I'd be like, Nina, there's more art out there than, than panning another bad portrait of that. Julie Huff and stuff did of her grandmother. And then I'd be like, uh-huh, but then I have to get a bus pass and go somewhere else. And I don't, I'm talking uh, about leaving this town no, and going to I art can't. school. No, art school. Bleh. The end. Another end Nickelodeon scene. joint. Oh, there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so is that really what you want to do? You want to grow up to be a high school student? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm actually seven. <laughs> oh, so your artwork, it doesn't make sense. I i don't get it. I'm confused. It's not representational. I was turned into an old lady. See, yeah. that works for kids and old ladies. <laughs> Um, this oh, is really hard. Brother, I read this article yeah. this week about these scientists that oh, made scientists sticking <laughs> their nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah, stick to your test tubes and your babies. Hydrochloric acid, um, and uh, test tubes full of babies and hydrochloric acid. Um, 
Oh, that's that got dark. <laughs> we just all. Uh, well, I I mean, if it's the article, I think I read it too. It's about the scientists that were dissolving babies and then turning it into an injectable substance. No. Oh. <laughs> the, Wait, the is that a real article you read? I was just making. Yeah, there was this up. article about these scientists that had a test tube full of babies and they poured hydrochloric acid. No, that's what you were just saying things, and okay. then I just turned it into a thing. You just said it so convincingly. Okay, no, the article I you read know what? was that. You know what? It's not a lie if you believe it. It's true. I believe anything. Or no, I mean, but if I what I can't it. believe was the stupid article I read. This where is our new section. They did it again. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, those blockheads. Yeah, those eggheads. Um, they made an like an algorithm or some kind of chart or something to. Um, Maybe it was a graph. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was uh, an algorithm, to, a chemical. Uh, to uh, uh, gauge the creativeness of works of art and then graph them based on most to least creative. I make lots of graphs. <laughs> um, so which probably I was all the best artwork, probably all the best artwork got a zero, right? No. Well, it was just stupid because basically they were saying like, it's creative if it has stuff in it that's not common. So like anything that was like religious, like had Jesus or a cross in it or something was like way low on the scale. And then anything that was non-representational was like way up there. So apparently like one of the best works of all of human history was like Malevich's Red Square. And I was like, well, oh, that's dude, actually, actually a pretty that good is choice. Probably... But all the they were like, but all these punning all punning aside. I mean, like, was there a Red Square no... when he made that? No, the Red Square is in China, right? Yeah. So that was after the Maoist. Uh huh. But I just don't. It's think... It's just funny for a Russian constructivist who's a fucking communist to make a painting called Red Square, <laughs> and then be like, I make non-objective, non-representational, non-referential. Yeah. Well, it just was like, it was. It just like you can't compare. You just can't compare that stuff. You know, it's like Prince said. Nothing compares number two, letter U. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, our producer found it. There's thumbs up and thumbs down, but it looked like it was two pictures of Jesus, so I don't know which one had more salvation in it. Well, the computer can tell you. <laughs> um, That's a definitely a diagram, all right. <laughs> And you can see that the Jesus paintings are on the one end on some part of the X axis and then the Y axis represents time and creativity as a now, function. Now far be of, it, uh, they're all paintings though, right? There's not even oh, like yeah. one sculpture they're in all, there. They're all Western paintings. Well, I don't know. Parts of Russia border on Japan. I think they're if you take the- They're all paintings the, from the Western just, tradition. I know. Well, yeah, actually, because Malevich has come from the uh, Russian iconography. Mm -hmm. Icon painting. Mm -hmm. um, so that upset you? Yeah. Did it? Why? Because um, that's stupid. It doesn't make sense at all. You can't compare. You can't compare um, works based on their creativity before the late nineteenth century. I feel like, but like, but like, because everyone knows that creativity was invented in nineteen. <laughs> Creativity in was invented when the avant-garde was invented. When the Anglos met the Saxons. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest was history. No, that's actually not true. I mean, but you just can't, like, before it would be like a painting would be commissioned. You were part of a guild, and then they would, like, hire you to make a specific painting. And, on, and on you had massively to. massively multiplayer. 
No, I mean, I think there's definitely creative paintings, like... Yeah, no, there's a ton of creativity in the Renaissance just because yeah. because the, the Jesus is the excuse to make an interesting painting. Right. Because you're interested in figuration or like new ways right. to represent perspectival. But how can you say which is more creative, um, this Giotto painting or George O'Keefe? Giotto, next. <laughs> Shut up. George it's O'Keefe too- rules. Yeah, I'm not saying she doesn't rule, but Giotto basically is the uh, the bridge between the primitive medieval uh, ideas about art and the slightly less primitive uh, Renaissance late medieval ideas about (laughs) art. Okay, that's a good explanation. I would agree with you on that point. But according to this graph, that's not true. The George O'Keefe is more creative because it's more different or looking. Well, I don't know. There's something it's, about her paintings why, that makes me think it looks like something. Idea. I'm just like, why would you try to do that? Like, hey, like, well, you should be I'm glad that they put s- one woman's painting in this <laughs> thing. They're like, like, here's a bunch of Jesus crucifixions and a flower that looks like a vagina. <laughs> you know, like science can definitely diamond. be used to quantify art, but like quantifying creativity mm-hmm. is just like, why would you ever want to do that? Like, I don't. Why? I like, mean, isn't that what the Common Core is all about? Ugh, I don't know. Uh, all, and the you know the leave leave those children behind. Hey, teacher, leave those children behind. <laughs> well, today uh, you're going to be my teacher because you're going to give me a test that uh, you gave your students and see if yeah. I'm as good as beginning undergrads at knowing things about art. Well, this is also uh, based on a test I had as a art student in high school. The probably the hardest test I ever studied for. Uh, because so it, you basically just stole the test. Well, you, yeah, but uh, no, um, and yes, and no. <laughs> but you're, yeah, but I mean, like when you're a science teacher, you're like, well, I got to change the boiling point of water because <laughs> someone else already the, wrote yeah, that. Somebody in already their wrote test. that test. How about E equals M C cubed? I don't know. Um. So, well, what I like about this test is you can't really cheat because I give you the answers and you just have to know them. That's good. Um, I won, uh, I once took a photography midterm. I forgot that we were having a midterm and I just showed up and he was like, it's midterm like, day. Where's your cameras? No, it was just Taking like a pictures test, of test the answers. And I got one question wrong. I cold took a midterm and I got one question wrong. And I was Where's like, the <laughs> copy of that test? I don't know. I'm sure. I think I probably have it somewhere. It's all. What it's, are the questions like? Like those photography questions are the reason they give you this oh, test is because you need questions. to know. You actually need to know that information to like make your camera work. So right. it's like, yeah, um, it, they make you list all the shutter speeds and then they're like, what's reciprocity? And you're like, that's when you change the shutter speed and the and the that's when, that's when you get so your partner you off after they brought you to completion. A reciprocal exposure. <laughs> That's when uh, you... The light you, meter is 18% gray. That's when... Uh, the shutter release button releases the shutter. I was trying to make a joke about Chicago politics. I don't know how that's related to anything. Reciprocity. It's oh. like that's when, uh, you know, uh, I make sure there's a more police patrolling your neighborhood when you uh, give me a kickback. <laughs> When you look the other way, and when also I, build I don't make sure there's more solid people. gold pool in my uh, mm-hmm. mansion, the governor's mansion. Yeah. So, so wait, which one is it? It's when your camera gets you off and you get it off. Yeah, it happens every time. You just need 
that release of <laughs> the, the shutter. shutter. <laughs> um, you really want me to explain what reciprocal exposure is, or you? That's all. No. Okay. I'll I'll not Google it later. Uh-huh. Um. So, but first, is that a filter on Instagram? <laughs> one um before we uh go on to taking this test i have a christopher williams update oh okay but uh this is privileged information that is not for the listeners to hear it's only for me to tell eric about so uh we're gonna so just bleep out all the information turn the volume down right now um and you can't hear it but you could hear eric's reaction it's not even that exciting okay. <laughs> um we got an I'll email i'll close my eyes it's like i'm um you know, cutting down on some of my senses so I can experience it more. Good. Um, we got an email from. Proposals. And guess what's a partial promised What I really would. It's not official yet, and I don't and think I can talk about it, so we're going to bleep it out. And um, now it's time for your reaction. Forgive What? <laughs> Tin roof rusted? Wait, show him the picture so he knows which one it is. It's a good one. Is it a partial gift, and then it's one of those cameras that's been cut in half? <laughs> There's your reaction. So it'll yeah. be like. Burp, 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 burp. Oh, maybe you could bleep it out with like the artificial shutter sound. The click. Yeah. that would. Wait, what are it. those called again? You told me the other day. Uh, skewomorph. Skewomorph. Where something is. Uh, it's like. Um, it retains a design feature that's no longer necessary, but it once was. What was the name of that piece? It was. <laughs> Is that really the title? Because I feel like it probably goes on. No. And I don't know. It's like fucking paragraph, you know? If you build it, he will come. We need to pick a more interesting artist that does shit so we can continue to have updates. Well, we could have any artist update. I don't care. Uh, Have you heard anything about anyone? (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Have I already said that that uh, uh, not today? But have I said I haven't said it today yet? What? Uh, just that the the problem with news about art is that in the art world, every day is a slow news day. <laughs> so they're like, oh my god! So, like they're like always manufacturing stupid shit, and then something real happens, and then the real thing is like, um, someone you know. Uh, agreed to give a, a large sum of money to endow a new position at like the, mm-hmm. the Hartford Antheneum. <laughs> You're like, okay. Um, sexy, sexy, sexy. Yep. But we can't allude to it because no one knows what we're talking about anymore. Just Christopher Williams is sexy, sexy, sexy. You heard from Eric. So anyway, all right, let's do this test thing. I'm ready. I know things about art and things about things, and I love competition, so let's do this. Okay. Pause. Can we pause it for a second? I just thought of something. (laughs) Sorry. It's like fucking... So... All right, let's do this because I want to do it, and I know stuff about stuff and things about art, and I want to be competitive and stuff, so... Talk it to me. Are you ready? 
<laughs> for Intro to Art 101 Midterm Test. Yes! All right, now, uh, I remind you, you have... Uh, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> you are the weakest link. Oh, no! Um, so I believe you have one... Uh, well, it's not multiple choice, so we can't do the thing where you eliminate half the wrong answers. Okay. Um, but did I get a lifeline? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What, what's the other one? The lifeline... Phone a friend, ask the audience... Lifeline, phone a friend, ask the audience. Yeah, sure. It's it's fifty fifty. Ask the audience and phone a friend. And then oh, life. So those are the, oh, those, those three fall under fall life under the category lines. known as life what lines. is a lifeline for three hundred lifelines. Okay. Is um are you and my producer Andre the only friends I can phone? <laughs> Actually, if you wanted to like call up someone. That would be nuts. Who answers their be, phone anymore? This is the 21st century. I I would be totally behind uh, calling someone if you, if you need to. I'm trying to think who I could call. Because I think usually what they do, I mean, in real life, uh, they would like... Call. I think they... I think well, they, we'll see if I need help. I think help. they're like, I'm going to be on. And then they're just like, sit next to the phone right now. Right. All right, well, I'll see if I can find someone who I feel like would be a good backup, but I don't know if I'll I even feel like you're need it because I'm number. really, com- <laughs> really confident. <laughs> I'm really confident about this, so I don't even need it. Okay. Oh, I have my professor's so. I have my professor's numbers in here. From from the day. Okay. okay. All right, so. The elements and principles of art are divided into two categories. The elements and the principles. Oh, God. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Do you want to go um, just down the line, or do you want to mix it up? Is that the first question? <laughs> Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Go down the line because if anyone, listen, usually the answer to some questions is buried in the other questions on the test. That's true. Okay. So you just want to, you just want to start at the beginning. Well, it's like, is there a logical, like this set of questions about this, this set of questions about that? (laughs) This is so dramatic. (laughs) Um, I don't think really, you know, in, in one sense, they, they all refer to each other. Okay, um, just then start. Just give it to me. Are you ready? Yes. The elements. <laughs> I can't even handle this music right now. Is this going to play the whole rest yeah. of the podcast? Yeah. All right, whatever. I mean, maybe we could turn it down a little bit. I mean, this is like what's giving the dramatic tension. That's why this song was invented. Yeah. Dramatic tension. In the elements and principles of art and design, what is line? Um, it's like, um, 
It's like a thing that connects two points. It's like, that's in math. Yeah. That's what a line is. Uh, I remind you, in the elements and principles of art and design. Math doesn't apply. What is line? Is it a, a, a mark of varying widths and darknesses used to define space kind of this isn't fair because i didn't get the sheet oh yeah you didn't get the answers yeah that your students got so but that was that was the test is that you know it so well was that right uh whatever i got the mathematical version right and that's all that really counts because that's the only real thing in this world i i do like a lot of the points you made Points um, connecting uh, two points. Dots are connecting here. <laughs> um, you touched on some of the other elements and principles in your mm-hmm. your uh, your shot in the dark. Um, line is the edge of a shape or a form. It is also the direction followed by anything in motion. Okay, that's like the principle line versus the element. That's just line. Okay. So. Like in a futurist painting, like the line. What? <laughs> like a, the line indicates. There was an end of a sentence out there somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, in a futurist painting, the line indicates motion. Yes. Okay. So, well, we also have. I don't know. It, it, it can be a shape, but it needn't be a shape. It could just be. It's the edge of a shape. It defines the shape. Well, I'm just saying it defines the space of the drawing, which I think mine is answers better. It it judges could, no. It could define it could define a shape, but yes. it it could exist on its own. Yes. Well, this is this leads us into. This is so much less fun without the music, though, don't you think? Because now it's like we're really talking. Yeah. Okay. Put the fucking music back on. <laughs> you know what, listeners? I don't care if you get sick of this music and if you can't get it out of your head for forever. We're just going to go for it. Turn down a little bit, though. Well, I'll just be, like, vaguely in the background. What's the difference between actual line and implied line? Um, okay. An actual line is, I feel like what I said before, like, varying thicknesses or values of, of the definition of space. An implied line would be, like, um... In, in in like a space that's made out of an enclosure of other shapes or lines, that's like not something that's drawn. It's just like the shape is created through the like boundaries of other shapes. Oh yeah, that's I know what you're getting at. I could that draw w- it for you. <laughs> Is that basically You can't, right? because if you draw it, it would be an actual Ooh, line. An actual line is a line that is actually present. Actual lines don't exist in nature. They are man-made. Ooh. Very philosophical. In drawing, they are used to translate 3D forms onto a 2D surface. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes. If it's... I mean, you could have just... Well, if you're doing a line, if you're doing a drawing, a line for line's sake, let's say. If you're doing a drawing of something, though, you need lines. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. Um, 
implied line is a line that doesn't really exist but appears to be present. Mm-hmm. This is where I think you were you were uh, edging up on it. Right. Crea- created by an arrangement of shapes yes. or a repetition of That's forms. That's what I said. Created by the shapes, other shapes, surrounding shapes. Now that one's like sort of the real tough one because it's like, how do you define line? Yeah. It's like, what it's is so air? So nebulous. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a scientist could tell us what air is, but like, pfft. <laughs> I think it's H. It's a uh, H2O. No, that's water. <laughs> Dihydrogen monoxide. Um, that's also water. Oh. Ah, I know something you don't know. Um, and next question. Speaking of water. How do you clean a watercolor paintbrush? Color. Is it A, water, yeah. B, turpinoid, C, uh, guano, D, <laughs> More paint. <laughs> White paint. <laughs> Color. Color. Is that a question? The answer is a yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is color? Color. Now, is... I know you don't see color, but. I'm not a dog. No. no, you know how some people are like, oh, I don't see color, and then they and oh. then they follow that up with something really racist. <laughs> I thought you meant I was like oh, a dog, no. and I like can't see colors. I know, I know you don't see color because yeah. Okay, color is because that part of your eye hasn't developed, but color is a mixture of light that can be visible through the electromagnetic spectrum. Wow. Uh I was just looking for color is light, <laughs> light reflected from a surface. I was even better. But, you know, light reflected from a surface could be ultraviolet light, and that's not color. It's the visible spectrum. <coughs> that's what I said. Well, I think ultraviolet is still color. Um, no, it's not. It's only the visible spectrum is color. Yeah, but then when but you're able to expose things with x-rays and stuff like that, so then it becomes visible. The invisible right. is made visible. Ooh, yes, but that's just like photography. Color has three distinct qualities. What are they? Hue. Um. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um. Well, well, you're correct there. So let's go back. What is hue? Okay, hue is the um, like lightness or dark hue. Okay, shade is the other one. Okay, hue and shade, and um, like uh, you know, um, color. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I guess now I know the thought process of when I do get a test back, and someone has written hue, shade, and color as the three things that make up color. <laughs> because I've gotten that. Oh God. Okay. Well. Okay. And then there's usually two of those are explained, and then the other one has a dash, and they never went back and wrote about it. No. Oh. All right. Well. Okay. The the hue is not the hue is like the the like is intensity the last one. Yes. Yes. I knew I'd get there eventually. <sighs> it's so intense. But okay. shade is not one of them. Really? Fuck. Okay. Well. Uh, what is hue? Okay, hue is the 
it's not the shade it's like the um mixture of that color that's like you know like blue green or so, like if it has other kind of colors in it right um <laughs> what <laughs> it, it's that it, it, it was in light? shade it's that other color <laughs> You know, where there's like more than one color in a color. And no! like, you know, like when red is like more blue or purple. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean the tertiary colors. Yeah. No, it's like the tertiary you know, you can colors have orange, are the colors. red. But not red orange, but like an, an orangey looking red. Oh my gosh, you have not listened <laughs> to Art School Owl. No. Is that a website? He's a meme. But he points out oh, that yeah, in yeah, naming yeah, tertiary yeah. colors, you name the primary before the secondary. So it's not orange-red. It's red-orange. Red orange. Right, but red-orange is a, is a tertiary color, but orange-red is a shade of red that's a little bit oranger than some other shades of red. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I make sense. Okay. No, you're, you're okay. Like, you're All like, right. The intensity is if it's if anything, brighter orange, or red, darker. If, if anything to me... Orange red would be an orange that's kind of reddish, whereas a red orange would be a red that's kind of orangish, meaning it's closer to red. But no. that's also entirely wrong because, as I just explained, it's a tertiary color and okay. red orange okay. exists okay. between okay. orange and red. Okay, all right. There is an infinite okay. variety. Okay, okay. Uh, I give up. I <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is intensity the brightness and darkness of the color? The brightness or dullness dullness like this quiz just kidding. yeah no you're right <laughs> no okay go on uh value wait no oh value the lightness or darkness oh value and hue hue is the name given to a color that's like a fucking trick question well hue that's easy one to remember it's like hue oh who is hue just think of it as h-u-g-h hue it's the name oh my god that's no, I don't That's agree. That's a pedagogical tool right there. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Okay. So, value. Let's talk a little bit more about value. Contrast. Yes. Ish. What about it? I don't know. <laughs> value is Value is used to create contrast is what I was going to say. Yeah, it can be. No. I'm just anticipating your questions by okay. answering them first. Okay. Go on. All right. Well, answer this one. What is value? Riddle me this. <laughs> um, value is the range from light to dark. Yes. Got that one. Boom. Didn't even have to puzzle through it. What are the th What are the three parts? Not this again. Of value. <laughs> um, light, dark, medium. <laughs> How else would we express those? In another more more truer way. Uh, <laughs> another more correct way of saying that. Um, this is something I know, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 like if you said, well, let me more, like if you told me what those three things are, I would probably be like, oh, those are kinds of value. But I can't do it the opposite way. It's like the Supreme Court justices. Like, I can't name all nine Supreme Court justices, but if you give me a list of people's names and said which one of these are Supreme Court justices, I'd probably be able to pick them out. Okay. <laughs> Following that logic. <laughs> I 
I'm gonna name four things. Okay. And I want you to pick which one is not a value. Okay. Stop being so dramatic. We're gonna be here all night. Justice. <laughs> Shade. Morality. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> Tint. Tone. I forgot we were talking about color. When I think <laughs> of value, I think of black and white. Yes. Go with that. Okay. Well, it was definitely tone. <laughs> and it yes. was definitely the second one you said. <laughs> Morality. <laughs> No, the other one, you know. Wait, I don't even remember <laughs> what you said now. Justice? <laughs> yes. Justice, tint, tone. Tint. Shade. Tint, tone, shade and shade. Shade is where this comes Rowan in. Rowan shade. Yes. So what... It, what? Maybe this will help you out. Uh, we're all familiar with the film and the book, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> That's that is, is a book of value. What is what is incorrect about that title? Um, gray is only one shade. It's a tone. It should be fifty tones of gray. Oh. Because shade is the color plus black. Oh. And a tone is the color plus gray. Ooh. You are the weakest link. <laughs> fifty tones of gray it sounds weird. I now have, I have. I'm going through several examples. It sounds like fifty toes of gray, and then it's like a foot fetishist book for some reason. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Maybe it's a musical. Did you use that example with your students? Did you? No, I'm that? always really tempted for an extra credit to say what. It, can you explain to me why the title Fifty Shades of Gray is? You should. That would be hilarious. Because I also do. It would have been hilarious last year. <laughs> now it might be. A well, not be even better. Well, when it first happened, I was doing a painting class and we were going to do a black and white painting and I wanted to call the assignment 50 Shades, Tints, and Tones of Grey. That would be funny. And I'm like, I don't know. This you can't I be funny or students like that time we were like, and then the Spanish Inquisition happened, which nobody saw coming and, and then nobody no one got it. And that's think that was probably the best joke ever because yeah. I got it. I would have laughed and then everyone else in the class would have made fun of me and that's why I'm not popular. No, no one in that class really makes fun of anyone. They're they're too old for that. Yeah, they're 19. <laughs> Texture. I didn't know stuff about. Texture. Mm -hmm. Texture. Mm -hmm. Texture. Mm -hmm. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the surface quality of a object, or. Um, Can you unpack that? What is it about this quality? The 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 roughness or smoothness appearing of an object. Yes, ish. And like pattern, I don't know if that's. I mean the. No, that's a completely other thing. I know it's a completely other thing, but I'm just saying. You can have patterns of texture. Yeah, that's. You can I mean. have patterns of color. Right. Because this is how they all refer to each other. Right. It's a, it's a well, what it's am intricate I missing? ecology. What am I missing in that definition? Uh, that it has to do with our sense of touch. Oh, I guess. Yeah, rough and smooth are relating to touch. Even though you're not actually touching it, you're looking at it. So Yes, yeah, so what would you call that? It's evocative. Okay, and? 
multi-sensory. <laughs> it's what a, is that? What is that word that we use? What do those things that that look like that are illusory? called? Illusory. No. You mean like? Uh, it looks like it feels. What is that word? Tactile. Yes. yes. Very good. So it's a tactile. It's illusory tactile surface quality of an object. No, uh, As... texture is a quality related closely to our sense of touch. Uh, tactile is a characteristic. Oh. It looks like it feels. Implied texture is texture that appears to be present, but is an illusion, Ooh. as you, you were getting there. Which Actual... is like, if you touch, like, don't, well. Don't touch this. Don't touch a painting. Don't touch that <laughs> dial. <laughs> All right, next. Actual texture is texture that's really there and can be felt, but you can't feel it because don't touch it. Like impasto. Yes. There's an art vocab word for you guys. What is impasto? Impasto is the three-dimensional quality of paint on the surface of a canvas. And it's also it's 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 implying it thickly, right? Yes, in a, it, it applied in a three-dimensional place. Space, three-dimensional <laughs> paint applied paste. in a three-dimensional place. Uh, usually with a palette knife, <clears throat> but not exclusively. Could be made with finger painting or uh, brushes or other things. I don't think it can be made with brushes. Yeah, no, you can paint thick impasto with brushes. It was sar that was sarcasm. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying it's What's... like uh, palette knife or fingers or nothing. Shape. What is a shape? <laughs> shape is a. Um, a series of lines enclosed on, like, in, in, it's an enclosed form. Damn, you got the word enclosed. Yes. That's how you know it's a shape and not a line. Ah. The two-dimensional enclosed area defined or determined by other elements. How the verbatim do your students write their answers? Uh, some of them just memorize it. And those are the ones that usually get an A and then they forget everything <laughs> that they were taught. I was pretty good at memory. Like, basically, this is how my college classes were. But it, he would be like, what is the Hegelian dialectic? And then, and then I just had to write it verbatim based on what he said in class. All right. What are the two kinds of shapes? Uh, regular and irregular. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what other two kinds of shapes are there? <laughs> I'm going with the math again. Um, yes, go with the math. Think about that. Um, polygonal and um, organic. Yes. I would have said geometric, but... Geometric and organic. You're like organic and dodecahedronal. Yeah, like. <laughs> Polygons. <laughs> For anyone wondering out there, organic is the best kind of shape. <sighs> it's like, uh, you know, geometric shapes are boys and organic shapes are girls. <laughs> like how all cats are girls and all dogs are boys. Right. Wait. Yeah. I guess so. And like how a fork is a boy and a girl and a spoon is a girl. No, I thought a knife was a boy. Well, in my fantasy, like, because the knife in and the my spoon. my fantasy when the knife. The knife and the spoon go on the same side, so it's like the knife kidnapped the spoon and then the fork has to save her. Oh, I thought you might look at <laughs> your weird. That's how I remember how to your weird put sex out. fantasy. No! In my fantasy, he's always a fork. <laughs> because we're forking. Because he's got four dicks. 
Or three if he's a pickle fork. Uh, no, that's just how I remember to set how to set tables. In my fantasy. <laughs> the fantasy I once told you about. Oh, God. It's the worst. The knife, the knife absconded. <laughs> the dish ran away with the spoon, if you know what I mean. No, I... <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, ask me more questions. This is form. Form. Uh, form for your formalism. <laughs> yeah. Um. Form. Is, that's that's an exhibition title. That's an exhibition that Eric had that was way before I even knew him. But I just think yeah. it's the greatest title of any exhibition ever in the history of the world. That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, I secretly gave you the answer to this definition th three hours ago when we started this test. Three hours ago? Uh, Line. Yeah, I mean, isn't form also an enclosure? I mean, form is like, um, the, like the area defined by a series of lines or shapes. No, that no. Uh, it's the representation of a three-dimensional object in a two-dimensional um, way. But form is tricky because then it can also be like, what be form does it take? Because that could be perspective also. Because like perspective is that—that's mm -hmm. the definition for it. But then it also is not form. Yeah, and then sometimes when you're talking about things that are abstract, you say, "Oh, this form, this red form." Yeah. On top of this blue form. Mm -hmm. On top of this blue field. On top of this blue fork. <laughs> going all the way. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, these are hard because they're just like concepts. Concept. Yeah. Speaking what is justice? <laughs> Define justice. Can you draw dignity? <laughs> Andre is like a really uh, intense. He's like really <laughs> thinking about what it, what the definition of justice is and if you could draw dignity. I could see if it in his eyes. If you could draw dignity, he would be the one. <laughs> that expression he just made when we said that, that it's, is it's, a picture of dignity. Oh, I thought that was a picture of smugness. <laughs> 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 All right, to, to recapture the ethereal space. One space. <laughs> is that your John Lennon? Um, no, that's, that's actually my, that's David my, Bowie voice. That's my cosmic voice. <laughs> That's so like strange. It sounds exactly like you're trying to say, <laughs> trying to use your David Bowie voice, but it actually comes out. Oh, uh, I was trying to, I was trying to be like a nerdier version of Wallace and Gromit when they, when they had a grand day out. Mm -hmm. Space, Grand chase. <laughs> we forgot the crackers. Gorgonzola. <clears throat> that came out. It's kind of a it's like western. A, well, also like a grandmother's. Winsleydale. Okay, go on. Space. Oh, I'm supposed to define space. That's what you're trying to get me to yes. do. Yes. Okay. What is space? Space is... Yes, yes. We all know it's the place. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like um, I, You know, I just keep getting messed up on these because I'm talking about... I'm thinking of non-representational things and how they could totally ruin. So I'm trying to think of definitions that will include representational and non-representational art. But I, I mean, I think... Non-representational art can have space. I know. Like uh, Hans Hoffman's push-pull. Yes. <clears throat> I yes. <laughs> I remember things from art history. Well, what? It, how do you define a preposition? How do you think of a preposition? A preposition? Yes. It 
it refers to where something is in space. Yes. So in, on, uh, over, above, uh, under. <laughs> so I guess space is a directional, is a way of describing um, direction or some kind of three-dimensional um, environment. Well, uh, yes. Um, it's the distance between around, above, below, in. So it's like, you know how with prepositions, you're like, we'll think of it in the box, on the box, to the box, from the box, around the box, over the box, next in the, the box, box, next to the box, through the box, inside the box, outside the box. So that's like space. It's the distance between the box, to the box, in the box. Uh-huh. Okay. What are the three three parts of space? <laughs> you should have just put on that question, like, name every preposition you can think yeah. of. That's true. Uh, in traditional space, what are the three spaces? <laughs> um, perspectival. No. No. So I'm Different thinking direction. Too. More, yeah, you're thinking too uh, oh. broad. Um, nebulous. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, oh, do you no, mean... No, not that's good, too, but dim- no. Three-dimensional space, two-dimensional space. No, like, just really, like, just think of, like, a really simple landscape. What are the three places of space? Oh, the horizon. Oh, that's true. God, that, like, this is so... <laughs> is it the foreground, the mid-ground, and, and the, the background? background? Yes! Whoa! Yay! Good job! But all the things I said were true. Basically, true I am too. fucking over-educated because I know so much stuff that I can't even answer simple questions It's anymore. true. Yeah, and those are those are, those are are not incorrect. Oh, the highest praise I'm going to get from this whole night. You are not incorrect. <laughs> um, what's positive space and what's a negative space? Positive space is the space that an object or main subject takes up, and negative space is the area surrounding that object. Yes. You are the weakest link. <laughs> no, you can't say that when I'm not. No, you're correct. Yes. God, this like I'm I'm boring myself with this test. That's how bad it is. Um, no, it's like with this music playing, it's like really suspenseful. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to keep going? Um, We've completed well, you the elements. Okay, good. Um, wh- Should we next week? <laughs> we'll do the principles. <laughs> no, we can't drag it out. How long has it been going? That was about 45 minutes. Oh, God. It felt like two hours. No, it didn't. All right. Well, skip ahead and just, like, ask some fun ones. Just pop around. There aren't any fun ones. What is balance? Balance (laughs) is the balance of stuff in the plane and, like, uh, you know, formal balance and, uh, duh. (laughs) Like, your answer literally had duh in it. Um... What's the one? Not diagonal. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, like uh, informal balance. (laughs) It's the opposite of fucking formal balance. I know this. But where where did the like, uh, like Brooklyn gangster come from? Uh, What is the, you know, like uh, uh, (laughs) diagonal? 
Often informal balance is diagonal. I think what you're thinking of. Let me see what I'm thinking of. Oh, you have examples of art on there? Yes. <gasps> Wait, is this like pictures we have to say what the... No, it just says I explain it and then you're like, oh, that thing. Uh, yes. Asymmetrical is informal. It's not a mirror. It's yeah. Symmetrical is formal. Yeah. If divided in half, you would have a mirror or image. Yes. And then you have radial, which is circular and like... Oh, like a bike wheel. Yeah. Or a target by Jasper John. Ooh, come see that at the Art Institute this November. When there's going to be... Shameless plug. <clears throat> when there's going to be targets... Is that, yeah, the is Art that Institute's going to be sponsored like I, by Target. So, uh, oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It sounds like something that would happen. <laughs> no. Uh, as part of the Edless Neeson gift of 42 works of contemporary art, we were given Jasper John's Target. Wow, which one? The good one. Which one? The green one? <laughs> yeah. The green Target. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Oh. It's like green and red. Or okay, something. so no, not the green Target. I'll look it up. It's a fu- it's a good it one. It sounds like a good one, but it doesn't sound like the I think it's the good one. There's a, there's a few good ones. There's a few good men. It's from the 60s. You can't handle the targets. <laughs> That's that one, right? Right? Remember 90s jokes? <laughs> <laughs> the red and green target? Um The green target would be mind-boggling if they got the green target. I mean, they have a really, oh, I found, oh, that's the Wall Street Journal. Oh, no, no, it's definitely not the green target. It's okay. uh, red, blue, and and yellow. Does it have faces at the top? No, 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 it's not that one. Uh-huh. What, do you, what, do you, what do you think we're? Uh, oh, it's that one. <laughs> we'll post a picture on it's Tumblr. It's a target. <laughs> it's a good one. It's from, it's ni- a good one, it's but from it's 1961. Okay, but it's not the one with the faces or the dicks. No. And it's not the green one. No. Sorry. Well, you know, hey, I'm I'm still happy to have it. I mean, you know, the city of Chicago is happy to have it. <laughs> it's yours personally. Um, How come they always do that? Oh, a gift for Chicago, but not really. Also, you still have to pay to come in. <laughs> I'm not talking about that on the air. Any more questions? No, that covers all the principles: unity and harmony. 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 I don't know. That sounds like. It's it's very closely related. Okay, can you explain to me the difference between elements and principles? Because we had a fight about this once before, and I just do not understand. Uh, all right. Uh, I would say, like, the elements are sort of like the building blocks, and the principles explain how they work together. <gasps> that was a great explanation. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I won adjunct, most valuable adjunct of the year. Yeah. Which I did, and it, uh, what I like about it, I I have to memorize the people it's named for, because it's got this really prestigious, like... Howard and Ursula Dubin Foundation, most valuable wow. adjunct professor. <laughs> yeah, you have to know. You're, you know, like. Uh, Luigi knows what it is, but he's not a telling us. dog barking now again, as usual. I know. How, co- how come when we refer to a dog barking. <laughs> what is the song of one sound it. of one dog barking? <laughs> God, don't we know. Uh, it's because I don't know how strong the microphones are, if they'll pick it up. But we not. can hear it. I mean, we're in the room with it, though. Yeah, but it sounded like it was in the microphone. True. <laughs> anyway. Where are we? Are we? We're just like disembodied voices in yeah. space right now. Space. 
Is that the right space? Space. Space. Grommet. All right. Anything else to wrap it up? Um, One last really hard one. You were thinking the others were easy? Yeah, duh. All right. All right, smarty. Rhythm. Uh, (laughs) Um, Rhythm is the repetition of forms uh, to create a a sense of recurring theme. So now we're getting into content. (laughs) Well, it's not a pattern. I mean, a pattern could have rhythm. Well, you just explained a pattern, though. Repetition of forms is a pattern. Okay, so rhythm is a sort of like um, a sense of like movement, but like in a like a visual. (laughs) Is it like is it like texture, but like for your for your. Ears. (laughs) (laughs) Ears. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a radio lab like pull quote or something. It's like texture, it's like texture for your ears. For your ears. <laughs> I think that's a good enough answer. We'll leave it at that. Uh, sh- well, I mean, you, you know, once again, you touch on you touch on things that are correct. Oh, do 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 boop boop it up. Rhythm. That is definitely not rhythm. That's like, I don't have rhythm. I have great rhythm. Do you have, what's the other thing? What's that stuff? Beat. Music. (laughs) I got rhythm. I got music. I thought it was style. I got an art quiz. Who can ask for anything more? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, rhythm's a type of movement in an artwork, and it's often created by repeated objects. So rhythm is sort of like, like... So I said all the words, I yeah, just said them yeah. in the wrong order. Yeah, so rhythm, I guess you would, you know, as I'm giving this, I'm like, I just had a little kind of... Oh, rhythm uh-huh is sort of... Yes, that's what... <laughs> I had An one uh-huh of those, what are they called? Uh-huh. Um, rhythm is sort of, uh, you know, it's like movement plus pattern. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Uh, lastly... Uh, yeah, who fucking cares? It's just no. art. <laughs> emphasis. Emphasis. Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yes. Emphasis. You want me to define emphasis? Yes. It's like a punctuation that calls attention to one area of the work. Yes. Yes. Proportion. Proportion. Is the relative size and scale of different elements of the work. And? And how they relate to objects in the real world being translated from three-dimensional to two-dimensional space. Yeah, and how they relate to each other and within the artwork itself and to the artwork in the situation it's in. You mean like in a room? So I like to show Family by Charles Ray. I don't know family. I know, oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> Do you show that? No. I uh, uh, I looked that up on my phone the other day, and then I, you know, I was, like, at work or something, and I was like, oh, um, let me just Google it, and I pulled it up, and that image, 
<laughs> which is a sculpture of the artist Charles Ray having sex with himself. Having an orgy with himself. With himself. <laughs> it's like majorly pornographic. And then I was like, I wonder if I could put this as my Facebook uh, banner photo or if it would get banned. And then I'd be you like, it's try. art. I always have art as my banner photo. You could try. I was I saw someone on Facebook and they were like, Something like, you're not my friends. You keep flagging these Tom of Finland drawings I've posted. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yes, arguably is art, but it's it's also smooth-toned pencil gay pornography oh art drawings. Oh, my God. I had a friend who would always post, like, semi, just, like, borderline, almost naked, but not quite, pictures, and they would get flagged. And he was like, if you don't like it, you can unfriend me. And I was I like, know. you are posting these public. The person yeah. who's flagging them doesn't know you. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. I was almost like, did you do this just so you could do the post about... Or maybe he never even posted the drawings and the joke was just like, quit flagging my Tom of Finland drawings. You guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to post Oh Charlie, Charlie, Charlie to my Facebook wall and I'll let you know what happens. All right. So the thing I pick is family. So it's it's a family of naked people. Um, a mother, a father. Presume, I mean, they're all holding hands, so I'm assuming they're uh, related. <laughs> it's called family. Is it like the aristocrats version of a sculpture? Oh, my God, it is, because there's <laughs> just shit everywhere. And... Really? No. <laughs> um, they're all wearing tuxedos and filleting each other. Uh, um, I'm sorry I brought it up. No, that's a good joke. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it is. I just couldn't riff on it anything It's just funny. the original anti-joke. It's like you might as well just be like, why did the chicken cross the it's road? It's a joke that allows us to approach the truth. <laughs> um, so what? You have the picture on the iPad. I'm just looking at it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, this is an audio podcast. Oh, that's for, like a fucking weird For sculpture. visual art. I actually like that. The yes. baby is... The baby is the same height as the youth, which is the same height as the mother, at the same height as the father. What's great about the proportion is all the figures are correctly proportioned in themselves, but they're disproportionate in that a mm-hmm. barely able to walk two-year-old is not the same height as a, what, 10 to 6-year-old boy as an adult is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that proportion. We see that the... We also see how our proportions change as we develop you know, from infancy to adulthood. Mm-hmm. How how big in, in inches do you think the baby's dick is compared to the dad's? Uh, well, the baby's a woman. Uh, oh. It's a girl and then a My boy and mom. then a mom and then a dad. Um, and you were just asking about baby dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking about the proportions of Charles Ray's sculpture. Um. But anyway, what I also like then is then you also, see... Also, like, Charles Ray would fucking love that question, okay? All he talks about is dicks. Always. That's true. Um, I don't know if that's true. It uh, is. Um, I didn't go to his lecture, but apparently he said the phrase dick and balls on multiple occasions in his awesome. own artist lecture. So it was a real cock and balls show. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they're tiny. They're tiny. Oh, but are they? But... So that's also proportion. It's a relationship of the artwork oh. in the audience. And then we also see that actually the one that's there, not only one. He, he's showing me a picture of a, a human figure approaching the sculpture. And it turns out. They're all short. That they're all short. They're all basically the size of the child. Yeah. So the child is the only truly correctly. It's not only it's proportionate correctly in itself, but it's also the actual height in relationship 
to real life. So it's a one-to-one mm-hmm. scale. But it's weird because when I saw the sculpture originally, I thought that the baby was like that it was all to the man, to the older man. Isn't right. that strange? Yeah. What does that say? What does that say about society? That I just assumed that the the white male, adult male, was the. When all along it was the young was the white bench- adult male. <laughs> benchmark by which all others are are measured yeah so it's an interesting work it's also weird and freaky and it's it's nice to like juxtapose that's another word that's really sweet Mm -hmm. which uh i don't think i'm the name of that weird uh oh don't bring that up because that ruins the word (laughs) the street art magazine yeah Um, but it's spelled different so it's still yeah because it's with a well i think the real juxtapose is also with a z isn't it and there's just an e at the end or is it pose p-o-s-e i don't know but I've never heard juxtapose described better than by in high school. And this kid goes, doesn't that mean like when you put shit next to shit and it look looks like crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but like, like cool, though. Like it looks good. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best art definition I've ever heard. So. All right. We'll end on that note. Um, yeah. If you want to give us the definition to a term in art that you think is way better than the actual yes. definition, oh my God, please tweet please at do. us um, at I don't hate this on Twitter. You can email us with your questions, comments, or definitions at I don't hate this at gmail.com. Um, you can check out our Tumblr where we'll post pictures of Charles Ray's sculpture and other things we talked about today. I don't hate this pod.tumblr.com. Anything else? Our Facebook's kind of, I mean, we have it, but Eric and I are kind of like over Facebook. So like you can join it if you want, but like maybe I'll post to it. (laughs) Yeah. You should join our Snapchat and we'll send you pictures of sculptures of Charles Ray's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I'll tell you what happens when I post that picture to Facebook. Um, I'll tell you what happens. My mom will be horrified. (laughs) Oh, parents. They're the worst. Um, I'm, I'm friends with so many children and former (laughs) employers. (laughs) And I always, I never post crazy shit, so. Oh my god, can you post it, but just put, like, little black bars over all their genitals. I'll post two of them. I'll post the original. Post them all over Charlie. The Oh Charlie, Charlie's the one you're going to do, right? Yeah. So it's this cluster of him. I mean, there's, like, ones where he's, like, taking himself from behind and holding his legs up in the air backwards and stuff. But there's some that are like there's like installation photos, <laughs> yeah. like a close up of him grabbing his own dick and whatever. This is going to be a fun experience. What I also find funny about that piece is it makes sex seem so banal. That's probably the point. Yeah. All right. Well, it's think- what it's what we would describe as self masturbatory, <laughs> just like all of Charles Ray's work. But we'll cover that at another date when we review his exhibition. Yeah, it's a self portrait he did of himself. Yeah. All of his work is a self-portrait he did of himself. We will delve into this more later. Thank you for listening. Bye.